Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Uppercut Podcast. Jeff and I are going to recap just an absolutely insane UFC 280 card. A lot of stuff happened. We were wrong about just about every our NyQuil pick of the night. Uh, that one was a bad yeah. beat. The Sean Brady pick, bad beat. The Hammy Sosa lock was a bad beat. So, Oh, man. It was tough. Um, bad night for me. Bad night. Um, yeah, it was a tough night. But uh, we're going to get into all of it. We're going to recap it all. And then we're going to talk about uh, what we think is in store. So let's get into it. Um, then The first fight on the card was uh, Carol Rosa versus Lena Landsberg fight. Honestly, not a super interesting fight. Um, couple, there was an illegal strike thrown. And I know Carol Rosa was saying, she was saying, like, I don't feel good or I don't feel well, but I'll get over it. And then she ended up getting the she ended up losing. No, sorry. She ended up winning via uh, majority decision over uh, Landsberg. Again, not like a super interesting fight, but, you know, pretty good way to start off. Next fight, Muhammad Mokayev. This fight was a lot more interesting. Muhammad Mokayev came in and he was really extremely dominant, but Malcolm Gordon had some moments. He caught him in like a, I think it was like guillotine to end round two, I believe. And um, he almost, he only got the guillotine in for like two seconds and then the round ended. But if he had, that was in, I think, I think Mokayev was about to be fucked. Might've had to tap if it was yeah. like 15 seconds. And Mokayev was showboating a bunch, but then when he did it, um, Gordon would tag him a little bit. I think this was not a great performance for Mokayev. I mean, like, he was extremely dominant, but Malcolm, he was also like a minus 1150 favorite coming yeah. in and he didn't finish it or no, he did end up finishing via submission at the very, very end. He had like, he finished him with like 30 seconds to go. And then he was not as dominant as you would expect a minus 1150 favorite to come in. Um, you can be cocky and all that, but you have to back it up. And he, whenever he was doing the whole hands down, no striking thing, Gordon tagged him a couple of times. He just was a Gordon wasn't great wasn't a great matchup for him, but I don't think Mukayev is as special as we're thinking here, Jeff. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I I think Mukayev is still something special. I mean, it's uh, he still finished him. And yeah, he still somewhat dominated. I mean, you couldn't say Malcolm Gordon was really winning at all. No, he won a couple of exchanges. I mean that that's really the level that we're holding him at. Like yeah. we're holding them at the level that we hold like a Valentina. True. Like when people when exchangers against Valentina, we say they won a whole fight. Yeah, but so I'm like, saying he was coming in as a minus eleven fifty favorite. I would expect yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, but still, I mean I mean, he's still twenty two years old and he had a dominant finish. I mean, yeah. what else can you ask for? No, good point. Good point. I I like um I wanna see him get a step up in competition because he has he's been kind of fighting scrubs. So I think it's time yeah. to give, give him a step up and see like what he's actually made of. If he for now, yeah, I'm not... Malcolm Gordon was pretty nice and he did yeah. show a yeah. pretty good resistance against him. Yeah, not that Malcolm Malcolm Gordon is not a scrub. I misspoke, but he has been fighting guys that are like like uh, you're coming in at a minus eleven fifty. Like I would like to see him come in maybe minus three hundred or or maybe even as the underdog against some guys. Yeah, uh, and really show really show his test or show like really get tested and show his skills rather um yeah but yeah that was a good fight that was actually an interesting one the next fight armin petrosian versus aj dobson this fight was really i i 
it was confusing because like Armin came out and I thought he was winning, but then AJ took like I think Armin gassed out, but AJ Dobson played it a little safe and didn't um didn't like attack or anything. And I saw his corner saying that like he ex he he like won the fight, so he didn't gas or or not get he didn't like put it all out on the line. But I don't think he had won that fight. Obviously, he didn't. He lost via decision, but he should have yeah. um he should have come out with some more offense, especially at the end. Um, when Petrosian was dead tired and AJ Dobson looked good and just was playing it safe, he just wasn't overextending or anything. But at the end, he should have kind of put everything on the line because he was not winning on the card. But I think I think the um the team is what fucked up AJ Dobson at this point, not his performance. Do you agree with that? Yeah, no, no doubt about that one. Yeah, it was unfortunate because AJ looked really sharp. He just wasn't like exerting himself when he should have, especially towards the end of the yeah. fight. Yeah, and early he. He was kind of looking like he was kind of playing it good. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, Armin Armin Petrosian looked good. He just gassed, I think, was his problem. Yeah, yeah, but it was a good fight. Uh, unfortunate that AJ Dobson lost because he totally could have won that, and I think his team lost him that one. So, next fight: Abu Bakr Nurmagomedov versus Godzi Omar Gadzaev. Um, Abu Bakr gets the unanimous decision, just exactly what we thought it was going to be. Just some. Russian Russian wrestling um and yeah it was just you know a lot of grappling exchanges a lot of intense pressure by Abu Bakr he obviously was the better wrestler um and I think Omar also gassed on that one um Omar Gadzaev definitely gassed towards the end and Abu Bakr is he's just an animal like he's like his cousin Khabib like you're gonna be seeing him He's, he's just going to be in the UFC for a long time. And I'm not sure if he's championship level, maybe. But he's definitely going to be in the UFC for a long time. And he's going to be a contender for a long time. And that style is just so hard to win against. Um, did you yeah. see anything that stuck out to you about this fight? or No, nah, other than it's crazy how, like, perfect Greco... Like, I feel like Greco-Roman wrestling is, like, the perfect just straight martial art if for now yeah if I you think want so. to get get into mixed martial arts i agree and i think it's I also mean, like saw so, is it sabo or sambo. what's that sambo yeah, yeah. Sambo. I, th I think sambo yeah yeah that's what it is it's the same thing it's yeah, just stand-up wrestling as compared to hunched over like yeah like how collegiate usa wrestling is yeah and then so. jujitsu's on the floor it's yep. all just different types of wrestling but yeah that's Fucking stand-up samba wrestling. I mean, it just translates so well to MMA now. I mm -hmm. mean, you just look at every great champion. It's all control grapplers, control grapplers, and then a few strikers at the top. Yeah. Like, that's why Izzy and Pierre are so interesting, because it's actually two strikers that, that have some, somehow found their way at the top. Because, I mean, just look at... I mean... No matter what, since the beginning of fucking the UFC, if you can hold a dude there, like Chael always says, if you can hold a dude down, you win. Yep. Yeah. No, you're completely right. Sambo is going to take over. We saw it win outright against Jiu-Jitsu later on. We'll get to that. Um, it's there's no I don't right now, like you said, unless they find another um art and like create something new maybe it's a fusion of something yeah. like I, there's no other way you can get rid of it or get yeah. over it it's unless bo nickel comes and starts <laughs> yeah well he's injured starts revolutionizing it or something 
all that shit talk from Bo Nickel, and he just gets injured immediately and is out. That's that's some. Uh, oh no, it's still worth it. He's still one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Oh yeah, but it was funny because he was talking about retiring before. He was just like, "I'm going to retire if they don't put me on the on the main event, and then, or on on the yeah. uh, main card rather." And then he gets injured, <laughs> Man, and now he's out. I kind of, I kind of hate the people hating on Bo because it's so annoying. Yeah, like how they're saying, "Oh, he only has so many UFC fights." Blah blah blah. The, how many UFC fights does Alex Pereira have, and he's fighting in the fucking title? Exactly. No, I just thought it was I mean, funny. It was you, funny that he. Um, I don't get why they never take into collegiate, collegiate wrestling like they, like matches how they do like kickboxing yeah. or shit like that. Like yeah. they never take them into account. I think it's because um collegiate's not like professional technically because you don't get paid for it. Yeah. So but even know. like like Bo fucking what you call it grappled with one greatest fucking what you call it Gordon Ryan. Mm. But one of the greatest grapplers, and he either tied him or almost beat him. Yeah, I mean, and I think we don't hear about this at all. But yeah, we heard about fucking all fucking Izzy's kickboxing fights and shit. It's just I don't know. I think it's um, it's the what are the word? What's the word? It's it's the um popularity. No, it's the people that like don't actually know. I think it's just people that like to be mad. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I was just highlighting. I think it's funny that he was making a big fuss about being on the main card and then is injured, so he can't. Um, not funny. It's ironic. Yeah, he got injured. He gets. He has to pull out. Um, which is another thing that keeps people from the main card. Like, I'm no, I'm sick. I, I wanted him versus fucking Till or something. Yeah, that'd be. Fun. I still think Till's gonna pull out. So we yeah, still might I, get that. Yeah, there's a reason why Till is. I don't know if he's even going to be on some main cards when he comes back because he's so unreliable. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a nice little side, side note. Um, but yeah, let's go to the next one. Volkan yeah. Ozdemir versus Nikita Krylov. This was Mikey's NyQuil fight of the night. And dude, it was so close to being right. They just both gassed out in the second and third rounds. They they were both about to knock the shit out of each other. Krylov was almost sleeping in the first 10 to 30 seconds of that fight. Uh, Ozdemir came out so strong, was just piecing him up. And then Krylov got, it was a great fight to begin with. Then they both completely gassed and it went to some wrestling and grappling exchanges. So it's unfortunate because Mikey read the fight the right way. And it was so close to being a NyQuil fight of the night and it just did not hit and work out for us, but that's okay. Um, Krylov ends up getting the unanimous decision win. How did you feel about that one? Yeah, I I agree. No doubt. Krylov looked honestly better in every exchange. Yeah. Even when it got to the ground, I mean, it didn't look look like he got beaten any any spot at all. But Nikhil Karloff, he looks pretty goddamn tough. He does. He does look super tough. Um, do you have any idea who he's gonna fight next, or who do you want him to fight next? Um, honestly, I'm not even sure. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's, what what is he ranked right now? He should. I I don't know what he's ranked right now. Or he came he? in at number ten, and that was before the win. So I'm not sure. He's. I wonder, like, where he goes from here. If he goes maybe up to eight or something, but yeah, he he could fight really. All there's a lot of um options for him. I think the light heavyweight's a little 
kind of scrambled up right now. So it's going to be, yeah, gonna no be doubt get sorted out a bit, but yeah. Um, Cause who is, uh, what you call it fighting? Johnny Walker. He's fighting Paul Craig. Yeah. So I'd like to see him fight either one of them too, honestly. All right. I'm cool with that. Um, the next fight is, uh, Mahmoud Murada versus Kyle Barallo. Kyle Barallo gets like a pretty unanimous win. Um, yeah, I mean, the, his. I think his style of fighting is going to be another one that's just really hard to beat. Um, he's so technical on the ground, and he can throw in those exchanges. But he also, um, yeah, he's just a great. He's a great fighter, and um, that was a good win for him. Uh, yeah, Kyle Barallo, he looked solid in that win. Um, did you? How do you feel about Kyle? Dude, Kyle's a fucking dog. Yeah, he is slowly becoming one of my favorites too, dude. He's yeah. even fucking animal. I mean, what's not to like about him? Five wins in thirteen months? Are you yeah, fucking insane. crazy? That is crazy. Yeah, he's just <laughs> blowing up. <laughs> he is phenomenal. I I am a complete Kyle fucking Mark. That yeah. is my guy. There you go. Um, yeah, he's he's so solid. I think he'll be ranked after this one for sure. Yeah, and, even though he, even though he goes to the decision a lot, he still makes it pretty damn fun. He beats the fuck out of people. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. The next fight was your pick of the night, and like we said, you're still on that tough streak, unfortunately. <laughs> um, Sean Brady versus Bilal Muhammad. Bilal finally has an interesting fight. That's one positive. Um, but yeah, he gets the KO over Sean Brady, which I was really surprised about. I'm going to let you have the floor on this one. Let's get your feelings out. That was tough, man. That was really fucking tough. I yeah. mean, I, I hate to say it, but props to Bilal Muhammad, dude. <laughs> you almost look like you're about to throw up. Dude, I wanted to throw up. It yeah. it, it had me sick to my stomach. I, my night was kind of ruined. I mean, yep. it wasn't even nighttime, and it was ruined. <laughs> but dog that really fucked me up <laughs> big time Sean Brady just I don't know what happened he looked like once Bilal hit him he was like he looked like he, I don't know man he looked like he didn't expect Bilal to hit that hard yeah I don't he think just, so yeah he just looked like a deer in headlights once Bilal started connecting and then fucking Khabib dude I mean, if Bilal has Khabib in his corner, I might yeah. not hate him anymore. Very fair. Um, did you he still see? Still has that fucking corny Russell Wilson personality. He does, dude. He's he is goofy. Russell Wilson, straight up fucking Arab Russell Wilson, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> fair. Um, I I don't know if you noticed this, but I noticed it at the end of the fight as well. And then Ariel Hawani was talking about it in the Ringer MMA show. But did you see when Bilal called Khabib heavyweight? Heavyweight Habib, he's like heavyweight Habib's like a monster too, and they look back at him and Habib just no sold it. Yeah, it was so funny. I don't think he liked that. Um, yeah, I noticed it after he said that, and I thought it was funny. And then Ariel Hawani brought it up too, and yeah, it was it was funny. Um, yeah, Bilal's just super goofy. I think that's why he's kind of unlikable, and his Twitter yeah, presence is just, annoying. He's really like Russell Wilson. He's just yeah. so like cringy and just yeah. <laughs> Let's ride. Let's <laughs> ride. Much. Yeah. Yeah, remember, that was uh. Remember, the name is the Let's Ride of the UFC. 
True, true. Um, next fight, Caitlin Shikagan versus Man and Furyot. Um, this was a pretty good fight, honestly. Like I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was like a a pretty like solid fight. I wanted Shikagan to get it done. She looks just like Sweet D too from It's Always Sunny. Um, Shikagan does, and Furyot just kind of pieced her up. She had some gnarly shots on Shikagan that Shikagan ate, but I think Caitlin's just a little bit too old and. Manon was like in that perfect she's at her prime right now Furiot is and that was a very convincing win very solid win do you have anything more to add to that yeah Furiot's a dog and Caitlin didn't win a fucking decision I know I know shouldn't have won especially with these shutters what the fuck dude I know I was shocked I was flipped on its head yeah fucking blow knockout fucking Caitlin can't win a decision fucking oh man yeah <laughs> dude yeah just yeah it gets all flipped on its head yeah this was a tough card for us everything we said the exact opposite happened like literally so yeah um it was just weird but yeah good win for man and furio you remember her name even though i mean she's ranked six now but she's going to be getting a boost she looked really solid and sick. yeah um next fight this one fucking hurt uh benil dariush versus mateus gamrock <laughs> Yeah, this one sucked. I mean, it was like I like Benil actually, so it wasn't as painful as uh, Bilal. But yeah, Benil looks like a whole like he outclassed uh, Gamrot. To be honest with you, like he fully just took him. I don't. I didn't think Gamrot won any round or like looked that great. I mean, he looked like I don't know. Benil just looked insane. Like I think people forget about him because he's not like a very marketable guy. But holy shit, he fucking put on a show to that night. And then he had a weird um, post-fight Jesus talk thing. That was kind of weird. That's why he's not marketable yeah. is because he just like, like they were talking about that on the Ringer MMA show too. He was like, I'll fight 10 more guys. And Ariel's like, no, call out someone. Like you're, you're, you're like fucking shooting yourself in the foot. You're asking for 10 more fights before a champion fight. Like you you have the yeah. resume, like go <laughs> call someone out. Like he's, you don't have to do that. Yeah. He's literally got a, He's got to fight a number one contender fight next. It's absolute bullshit if he doesn't. Yeah, and then he doesn't help himself, though. He doesn't call anyone out. He's just like, I'll take 10 more fights yeah. or whatever it is. But, yeah, his, um, and, like, calling out Iran was cool, and then he, like, weirded it up by saying, just believe in Jesus Christ. That kind of made it fucking weird. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it, he's, a, he's a great, like, dude, he's insane. I'm I'm a Benil fan for sure now. Um, he had his daughter, his like infant daughter ringside. That was kind of strange. We talked with, um, we talked with Damon Jackson about how he thought that might, that's weird to have your kids at the fight. I'm pretty sure we might've talked to Jerry Vandera about that too, but, um, yeah, a little strange about that, but, uh, great fight. Teush, uh, unfortunate for our motherland. God, friend. fuck man. Yeah. Dude. This was a tough card. When he, when he dropped him and stood over him, that was Oh, dude, that stunk in my stomach. That and when fucking Mateus couldn't take him down. Yeah. Dude, my fucking stomach just dropped. I was like, man, this card's absolutely fucked. Yeah, it, for <laughs> real. It fucking just sucked. It was tough. Um, Next dude, fight. It, it hurt. It next was fight was card, probably. But it hurt. Yeah, exactly. Next fight was the only fight that actually was one that I was happy with the outcome. Absolute fucking crazy fight. Um, I don't understand why people are saying that P- Piotr got robbed. Like, it was so close. Again, they're talking back, calling back. Well, it's robbery if, like, one clearly wins over the other. But that was such a close call. 
Like, it's not robbery if it could have gone either way. I don't know. I don't know. Peter had a lot of fucking control time. I'm not saying... He had I, a whole round of control time. Yeah, I'm not saying I agree with the whole decision, but if you, like, looked at the scorecard, it's, it's robbery if it's, like... If it if it was, like, clearly Piotr won. But I don't think he clearly won. Like, it was definitely, like, questionable. Like, either way, like... I, it, I don't wait, know. Would you have thought Piotr won by unanimous? So I'll ask you this. If he won, do you think it was split or unanimous? I'm surprised at all. Really? Okay. Well, I'm surprised if Peter won by unanimous. Because I feel like, what did he land a take, take down every round? Yeah, he did, but it was kind of like, I don't know. At least one? Shug, I mean, Shug Sean landed some massive shots on him, though. Like, And he yeah, was able but But Peter still kept it close enough on a significant strike. Side to like, I don't know. I think Peter won, but I don't think it was as big of a robbery. Like, people are calling yeah. it the biggest robbery in UFC history. That's just not true. Yeah. And also, I'm not pissed off because I won money from it. So, yeah. And I, I don't to... give a fuck. And I, I want wanted... Sean, Sean O'Malley to fight in the fucking championship fight. Dude, do you think he's going to fight anymore? He looked fucking. Did you see that post fight interview? He was like, he's took me to a, pl- a place I've never been in before. And then. Um, they were like, "Who are you gonna fight next?" And he like didn't call anyone. I was like, uh, "I'm gonna take go home and watch the tape." Like, I don't think he, I don't think he thought he won. And then I also think he. No, I think, day. I think he realized he he's in a different different fucking tier now. Yeah, Dude, I wonder. If I wonder if he stops smoking while he um trains now. If he's like, okay, now it's time to like stop hurting the old lungs while I'm yeah. training. Like, get going. Who knows? But definitely gonna have. He's gonna step it up. But I think that's like. That's like one of the only times I feel like a fight's going to help a fighter. Yeah, I I agree. I think that like that win. Yeah, yeah I I completely agree with that. I think he's now going to like buckle down. Like and... I really feel like Sean gets way better after this fight. I completely agree with that, and I think like like okay for the record, I'm super pro weed. Okay, I I fucking am extremely pro weed. I just think that it is a factual statement that smoking anything hurts your lungs. So if you're like training and smoking at the same time i would say that's probably not a great idea i would say maybe stick to tinctures or edibles or something because you're literally you're burning like a unit of 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 an item and that unit's going into your lungs like it yeah there's no it it hurts your lungs that's just a factual statement so i think maybe he cuts down maybe on um like i i just think he takes it a little bit more seriously than he did because it obviously he trained extremely hard he trained his butt off and he took it very seriously but he does have a career as like a social media kind of person now. And I think that look in his eyes, dude, there was a look in his eyes after that fight. And maybe he was just dazed after being. Yeah, hit. he was kind of shook. There was a yeah, he was shook. And I I wonder if we see less He's like still been shook. Like if you look at his fucking Instagram story, he still got that look in his eye. Yeah. So I'm that's why I think it's less him being dazed and more being him coming to the realization like these guys are different like Piotr Jan doesn't a, have a podcast and doesn't yeah. smoke really trains. Like I think he came to the not, e- not even that. He's just came to a realization that there's a diff there's a big fucking difference between Pedro and Peter. Yes, exactly. And like but like you look at the top containers like Cheeto, Corey Sandhagen, Piotr Jan, um fucking Algermain, like they're like dude, those guys are absolute dogs and it's different for yeah. them. They're not they're not as much of like a personality. Like it's just, it's just, it's a, it's like war. Like I don't think, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I just don't think Sugar Sean was ready for that. But I mean, he obviously was ready. But I don't. I think 
like you said, it's going to be a completely new Sean O'Malley that we see in terms yeah. of, I think he's going to buckle down. Honestly, early prediction, Aljo. I don't know if he takes – I think it might be – I wonder if it's going to be Cheeto. I wonder if he's smart because I don't think he – I think Aljo's a bad match for him. Like, Yeah, but I still think it's going to be him versus Aljo in the championship. I don't know. I don't know if him versus Cheeto or him versus Aljo will be next. I want to see him versus Cheeto too, and then Aljo. I don't know who Aljo takes on next, but um, I um, I think like, oh, I guess Aljo called out Cheeto. I don't know. It's a whole. It's gonna be tough. Like I, I think. Yeah, it's a whole fucking. It's a fucking awful. mess. Yeah, maybe, but um, like the one thing is, I kind of like Sandhagen versus uh, Sugar Sean too. That won't sell as much, but. Sandhagen's yeah. a fucking dog, and and like the way that he's like wanting to kill people when he goes in the ring, I think that's like another tough test for Sugar Sean. But I know that the UFC will put on what sells the best, and I think what sells most would be Sugar Sean versus Aljo. Yeah, but I I think no like doubt. that look that look in Sugar Sean's eyes, I feel like he kind of is like maybe I'm not ready for Aljo right now because he's not. That's not a good matchup for him. Like Piotr, Piotr's wrestling like. Is top notch, obviously, but it's he can't yeah. he can't out wrestle Aljo. So if you're having a tough time with Piotr Jan, like you're not going to be able to win against Aljo at this current moment, you know. So I don't know, I don't know. It's up in the air. It's a whole fucking kerfuffle, like you said. And also, I trust what you call it, Tim Welch a lot. His yeah, coach I do. Is a fucking he's an absolute dog. But they're smart, and that's why, like, I trust them. So I think maybe it's like, why would you take that fight against Aljo and hurt your? Yeah, you know what I'm true. saying. I don't know. It's all. It's it, it's going to take some time. Like he's going to need to. Again, recover he's so young. Like, is it really going to hurt him? I don't know. I don't know. Championship he's, fight he's this one early. Of the, he's one of the best selling guy, uh, fighters in, since like McGregor, yeah, arguably. Yeah. And I mean, he's already had a loss, and yeah, it, so that's why I'm saying affected him at all. You take Cheeto and amend that loss. That could be interesting because tech. Like I know he doesn't think that he lost, but he did lose that one. So. I wonder if he if you take uh you amend your Cheeto loss if that's the best fight for him. Yeah. I don't know though. It's gonna be interesting to see like what happens. I've I i do not know what fight's gonna be made where, but it's gonna yeah. be fun. Um, okay. Next fight. Um that was TJ Dillashaw versus Aljo. And Aljo gets the win in the most Aljo way possible. Like I mean, he won that straight up, and I don't think that there should be an asterisk, but People that hate Aljo, they're gonna give that an asterisk because uh, TJ Dillashaw's shoulder dislocated. So, like, they're gonna they're gonna call on that and say like you still haven't like actually proven yourself. I think, but I think like I'm not gonna be one that says that. Like Aljo's dominant and his style, like you said, so hard to fight or so hard to you know go against. Um, what did you feel about that fight? Yeah, I'm not going to say it was kind of enjoyable watching TJ Jones Charles cheating ass get fucking pummeled into the dirt while his shoulder was in half, but yeah. it was kind of fucking enjoyable. <laughs> Dude. It was. But Aljo's so fucking goofy. His call-outs afterwards are just stupid. Like, yeah, he's gotten... He's another kind of corny, cringe, yeah, kind of. Dude, he is Russell Wilson, too. He's just hard to like. <laughs> and, like... I don't know. It's just, he's just a pain to like, but um, yeah, that was just a very dominant win. Obviously, TJ Dillashaw reveals afterwards his mm. shoulder dislocated twenty times in the training, and he told uh, Mark Goddard to be aware of it. So he came in with a 
shoulder injury. Probably, obviously, should not have done that, but didn't want to. Yes, and that injury, that's fucking something that I've had before. The fucking, yeah, that shoulder, yeah, once you do that, you're fucked. Yeah. uh, His career's done, honestly. Yeah, that's crazy. It's not going to stop fucking separating, ever. Insane. So, yeah, that might be the last time we see TJ. Uh, Unless he gets surgery. Uh, he'll he'll probably like get surgery. Chance, but but a lot of times that doesn't even help. Wow. Like we saw with uh, Brian Ortega, he got surgery on his shit. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wow, and it well, still separates. Yeah, so I mean, nothing you can go in. There's like not a lot you can say about this fight because there's just gonna be that little, like I mean, it just quick. And Aljo is the human backpack, and until someone beats him, like. You can't say shit to him. So I don't know. I don't know who's going to be able to beat him, honestly, because his style is so dominant. And dominant, no one, yeah. It's just going to be hard. But yeah, so he's going to be here for a while. Um, Next, another guy who's going to be here for a while, Islam Akachev versus Charles Oliveira. I've never seen Charles look like that, dude. Like Islam, Islam. And Charles did the best. Like he landed the most strikes on Islam out of anyone. And, um, he was able to like maneuver some of the takedowns, but Islam's going to be around for a long time. He's going to be a dominant champion. And I think they said this again, MMA ringer show. They said that that kind of puts the end on the Khabib chapter. Like he's not coming back for sure now with yeah. that win. Cause the story came full circle. And I, I, I completely agree. Like we're not seeing Habib anymore other than in a coaching sense, which I, which is fine. And yeah, um, cause he might end his career as the greatest coach ever. Yeah, I think I think he very well may, and it's going to be a long time till we see him ending his career that way too. There's going to be, there's going to be a a time where one through yeah the champion we through, literally watch his father coach till he died. Exactly, and I think um there's going to be it's going to be like there's going to be a time where um the champion through the twelfth rank contender is all from Dagestan. I think so. It's going to be interesting to see, but um yeah, super. Super crazy fight. I don't know why we bet against Islam Mahaychev. I think we knew. I, f- I feel like secretly I figured that Charles has been in positions like this and Islam yeah. maybe didn't have the quite the resume that it, that Charles had. But uh, I think Charles looked a little cracked going into it. I don't know. It just is Islam's going to be so hard to beat. And the only thing that's going to beat him is age, I think. Like eventually when he's old and because that's what beats everyone in the MMA and MMA or in UFC is like age beats beats all everyone that's the hardest opponent eventually like yeah. you have only so many hits that you can take before you crumble so yeah. that's going to be the only thing that takes down Mahachev I think I don't know if there's any going to be any one human that can take him yeah I mean yeah it's going to be difficult I, I, I hope Volkanovski can yeah that's but... oh yeah we even talked about Volk I don't know dude I think this might be where we see Volk go yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be a tough one for Volk. I really like Charles Charles versus Volk a lot better for Mr. Fucking Volkanovski. I don't know. But, this is gonna be bad. Yeah, this fight seems like once Oliveira realized he couldn't fucking stand up with fucking Islam. Once he got rocked by Islam, he was like, "It's over." Yeah, he's like, "Fuck." Because that was like his whole game plan was trying to rock Islam, and he really couldn't. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Islam. I... Carries cannons. Yep, I'm really scared for Volk, dude. I did not want him to take this fight, but he did. So, 
Because I fucking love both. But if he if he wins it, dude, that would be so amazing. It's gonna be in Australia, so it's gonna be as Islam's a huge league. underdog. Yeah. Australia. Is that a bigger test than? Because I think Abu Dhabi's a home crowd, obviously for Islam. So I think the obvious. This isn't even a hot take at all, but I think this is the biggest test for Islam so far. Will be this Volk fight in enemy territory, and I'm excited. But I'm like so nervous. I'm gonna be watching it through like closed like hands dude but yeah this was a painful a bittersweet card uh eventually we're gonna get our picks right back on track i mean i don't know it's it's like comical how yeah I'll, how you know what New rule, i'm done betting with my heart Fuck yeah it. i'm giving picks from straight fucking straight from the head yeah and not the heart no more no from more yeah, and um, maybe even continue. Maybe we, maybe everyone, you might want to fade our picks, honestly, for for the next card or whatever. The double whammy of the heartbreak and fucking money losing. Yeah, it's killing me, dude. It it hurts. It's and killing also, me, brother. It's like comic comical how bad our picks, like how completely opposite dude, everything happened. We are cursed. We really are. So, um. Yeah, Sean but O'Malley, we literally hit a reverse parlay, and I was the only one that said Sean O'Malley. <laughs> Dude, yep, we completely hit a reverse parlay, and that could that was an arguable reverse parlay. We could have at least hit on that one. Like it was, it's just comical <laughs> how Sean won. It's it is what it is. Not to end on a depressing note. All right, uh, Jeff and I are stupid, and we completely forgot about the UFC card coming up this weekend, and we forgot to review it. So I'm gonna do that real quick by myself. Uh, the boys are busy, and as I was editing, I realized that we did not go through this card, and there are some names on here that I actually know, so that's going to be good. Starting off, um, Chase Hooper versus Steve Garcia. Chase Hooper sticks out to me because one of the guys on the Dana White Contender Series, some Russian dude, looked just like Russian Chase Hooper. So, Chase Hooper... Pretty solid. Don't know much about him other than his name and that he looks kind of like Ben Askren. Next fight, Joseph Holmes versus Jun Young Park. I know Jun Young Park is an absolute killer, and this is going to be a solid fight. Joseph Holmes is 6'4". Jun Young Park's only 5'10". So there's going to be a reach advantage by 7 inches on uh, Holmes' side, and just keep an eye out on this fight. These boys are going to go at it hard, and I'm excited to watch that. Next fight, Andre Arlovsky versus Marcos Rogério de Lima. Dude, I don't know why. Ar- I think Andre should um, call it quits. He's just really old, and he's fighting like on a prelim of, you know, a um, UFC fight night card. It's just kind of upsetting. Like he's he's a legend in the game. I think maybe it's time. He's uh, he's got sixty four fights under his belt. He's coming. He is, however, on a four-fight four fight win streak. So I guess maybe don't call it quits now that I'm looking at it. If he can take this dub against Marcos, then I say you keep rolling with the win streak. But if you take an L, be on the lookout for um, possibly a retirement. Next, Roman Dolidze. Nope, Roman Dolidze versus Phil Haas. There we go. Phil Haas is a fucking beast. I don't know much about Roman, but I know that Phil Haas is one of the most built six-foot middleweights I've seen. He's got this crazy dyed hair. And be on the lookout for this fight. These two are going to fucking go at it. Next fight, 
Khalil Roundtree Jr. versus Dustin Jacoby. We talked to both of these guys about coming on possibly. Um, no, nothing ever really materialized. I know Khalil Roundtree was in communications with us, but timing was off. So that sucked. But Khalil Roundtree is fucking yoked and great fighter. Same with Dustin Jacoby. I might take Khalil in this one as the plus 135 underdog. So fade me because I've been wrong about everything. Next fight. Josh Friend versus Treshawn Gore. I don't know shit about Josh Friend, but I know about Treshawn Gore. And we also might have him on in the future. He is a fucking beast. I'm excited to watch him fight another underdog. And obviously, since I don't know much about um, Friend, maybe don't listen to me. But I'm going to take Treshawn because he almost came on. Next fight, a guy who actually came on. One of my, I'm the one of the biggest fans of this guy. Jared Vandera versus Waldo Cortez Acosta. We're, we got to go Jared Vandera here. He came on. He's the fucking man. He gave us one of our best interviews of all time. I fucking love him. I'm, we're all going to be pulling from him at Uppercut. And let's go, Jared. Plus 180. Fucking hammer that underdog. Let's go. Second fight, or co-main event, Tim Means versus Max Griffin. Uh, we almost had Tim Means on. Something fell through. We ha- we've almost had a lot of fighters on. And either we an- we text them the day of, that like on the plan day, and they don't answer or they just leave us on red, or we have a little bit of a dialogue going and something happens where they just... Actually, honestly, the thing that either happens is we can't make a date work or they just leave us on red the day of. So like we'll say, come on Sunday at 8.30. They'll be like, yep, then we text them Sunday at 8.30 and they don't come on. So I don't know why I told you all about that, but Tim Means was another guy I believe we were trying to get on. Don't quote me on that one. Absolute veteran. He's got over 40 fights. He's taken on Max Griffin. Also a veteran in his own right, but these two, anytime it's a Tim Means fight, it's just going to be fucking violent. So keep an eye out for that one. And then finally, Calvin Cater versus Arnold Allen. The, I'm so fucking excited for this. Going to be an absolute brawl. Maybe take Cater as the underdog, but I honestly have no idea how this is going to go. Both of these guys are fucking killers. And I'm just excited to watch it. And I'm not going to bet on it because it's just going to be such an awesome fight. And I can't fucking wait to watch it. This card is actually pretty stacked, not going to lie. I'm really excited to watch this fight night card. And, yeah, thank you all for listening to Uppercut. Be on the lookout for a preview review next week. And we will be...